Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, another hobby hotline outtake. This one was a little bit different. It was the last half of the episode, and we got into a conversation, and it was posted. One of the good things about watching or listening to Hobby Hotline, you can watch it too on YouTube, and you can see that from the eBay conclave that was recently held, Victor had a couple slides showing the growth in the category, especially for the non-Big Four sports, but it was expressed in percentage. I don't think it was based on the increase in prices of individual items, just the category sales, what had been sold in those categories. So when there was an increase, it was an increase that more dollars were spent in that particular sport category of cards. And But they didn't give a lot of the information about it, and so we talked about that. Thanks, sponsors, Topps, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. The conversation is interesting to me because many times in our culture, not just in the hobby, percentages are thrown around and when things are not understood, they're blaming the statistics or even worse, they're blaming the statisticians. (laughs) And that would be me according to my training. So I take it reasonably uh, seriously. But when you have two different things are being compared based on the percentage, there's a huge advantage to be starting with a smaller number. So if they sold $10 million on eBay of uh, MMA cards last year, and then this year they sell 20, that's doubling, which is a 100% increase. If they sold, they went from 10 million to 15 million, that's a 50% increase. So 100% is double, 200% is triple. And it sounds strange, but when you do the math, that's how it works out. On the other hand, soccer is way more than 10 million. Say soccer is 100 million. It's certainly many times what MMA is. If that base started 100 million and it doubles or triples, that's another 100 million or another 200 million. And it's misleading to say without other information that the rank of the percentages when the denominators or the base comparison are very different. Wrestling was mentioned as why isn't it on the list. Again, the percentages were so high that wrestling could have doubled and still not made the list of those top five, I believe it was. On the flip side of that, there's also a misinterpretation of uh, percentage decreases. If you have a medicine that is effective in reducing death, let's say, but if you don't know how many people are dying from that disease, if it's a scarce disease, still any decrease in the prevalence of the disease is good. And if less people are going to die, that's good. But if, if you chop the risk in half, that sounds good. But if that means instead of two people dying in America, only one dies. And again, that's on the list of causes of death that doesn't rank up there. Certainly heart attacks and car wrecks and things like that are bigger numbers. In fact, the other aspect of that is if they say that we have this disease, it's really terrible. And in America, we have one person dying every day from this disease. Again, that'd be 365 people out of 365 million. So it's a one in a million. And so we're already talking about something rare. So people have a hard time figuring out is comprehending when something is rare. They either underestimate it or overestimate in some cases, depending on whether they're a pessimist or an optimist. So in the hobby, be careful when you're looking at percentages without knowing what the baseline is. Baseball was always the biggest. Basketballs come on very strong. They had huge percentage increases back in the last five years, but now they're up there too. Football 
footballs up there. So again, looking at the percentages, nothing wrong with it, but it doesn't tell the whole story. Many times in life, it's not that somebody's wrong, it's that they either don't know or didn't tell the whole story. Be asking the question of what was it last year and what was it this year, and then try to make sense of it. My sports card insight for today and probably every day is that if you want to buy what everybody else is buying, you're going to be getting bid up, not bitten up, but you're going to be bid up in the auction sense. There's going to be more demand for items that have a lot of people looking to try to buy. And so when you see a high percentage from one year to the next, that means it's gotten more and more popular. More and more people are looking for it, which ultimately means the price is going to go up. So I've said, I want to look at the things that haven't gone up yet. I hope if I buy something that I think is a good value, it means I think it's undervalued at the time. It has potential to be worth more because it hasn't had a significant price run up. So if I'm looking at those percentage tables, I want to see what hasn't increased as much. And again, it might be because it's a dud. On the other hand, it might be something that just has gotten lost in the shuffle. I think the hobby's doing really well looking around for what's the next big thing. Graphs like that of percentage increase, that basically is telling you what was last year's big thing. What's going to be this year's and next year's big thing is probably something that hasn't already gone up 500%. Because then you're just going to lament that you should have bought before it went up 500%. And again, we're not talking about individual prices necessarily going up 500% if the category went up 500%. But the items within the category can't help but go up if you have that much increase in sales and increase in demand. So beware, but enjoy. <laughs> like I said, there's the other aspect of collecting is just you're just going to collect what you like and you're going to pay the prevailing price. But if you're doing that, that's one form of investing in stocks. You just buy stocks you like and you buy and you hold them. And then when you get tired, you sell them. And I just think a, a more purposeful strategy is better. But if you're just a hobbyist that enjoys certain players and certain sports, then go for it. At any rate, here's the conversation with Victor and Brad and myself and those in the audience, the commenters and questioners that chimed in as well. Enjoyed it. Again, go to Hobby Hotline on Saturday mornings and Tuesday evenings to enjoy it as it happens. So thanks, everybody. And here it is. The laws of supply and demand don't work immediately. There's an ebb and flow of time. And Really, what we ought to be thinking about is future supply and future demand. And the future supply of Aaron Judge stuff, autographs, cards, whatever, is going to increase. And the demand is not guaranteed to increase, commensurate with that. If Juan Soto hits 63 home runs next year, then he's the man now, or somebody else. Julio Rodriguez, it's going to be the superstar of the moment. So the future demand is not guaranteed to be sustained. That's why they say vintage with Mickey Mantle, he's not going to mess up. He's deceased now. It's not about his records. It's the person that he was and how many people idolized him as the Yankee center fielder who did all his great stuff, even though he was hurt a lot. eBay Open 2022 was about a week and a half ago. It's a yearly conference that eBay does. It helps people who have eBay stores. One of their presentations was held by Bob Means, who is the director of trading cards over at eBay. He had a very interesting presentation that I think is worth a listen to. And also I wanted to share a slide he shared on the growth of trading cards in 2021, baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. Leaving the big four aside, these were the sports with the highest increases in growth. 
<clears throat> we see MA with 577% growth, followed by tennis cards. Auto racing got a huge bump at 322%. Boxing cards and then soccer cards, surprisingly to me, at only 153% increase in growth. The one that floored me the most was the auto racing cards. I'm sure that's fueled by F1. I didn't see any wrestling here. I thought there would be a big resurgence for wrestling in the last year. <clears throat> yeah, especially with all the new wrestling products coming out. Boxing cards, they don't produce boxing cards anymore, not to my knowledge anyways. Tennis is probably Serena Williams and all the goals she's accomplished. For clarity, what the presentation was saying, these are the sports with the biggest growth that have sold on eBay in the last year. That's the context of what we're looking at in his chart, in his presentation. You can watch the video for yourself. To me, the most shocking was soccer with all of the excitement, buzz, hype, whatever you, adjective you want to put on it in the last year. And to see it at only 153% is shocking to me. Hold on, guys. Statistics, when they only show the percentage... Of those five categories, soccer is the biggest one. It had a much bigger base, a denominator, if you will. And that 153% means it, it went up two and a half times. So if they sold a million soccer cards one year, they sold two and a half million the next year, this past year. All those other ones above it are way less in the prior year comparison. That's still astounding growth for soccer. If you had a company and it only grew 153% one year, you wouldn't say, oh, man, we really didn't, we're lagging the market. No, that's phenomenal growth. And soccer's the biggest one. Probably the same thing going on the right side with the games. Marvel had a base, so that means it's three and a half times bigger. These are great numbers that indicate that not just the big four sports, there is growth. And so we'll just take that. But which one is bigger? We need to see the size of the market, what it was, what it is. The other encouraging thing, Victor, is that soccer is not spent. It's not right. that they had so much growth that there's no more room to grow. No, they have a lot more room to grow, but their percentages are going to be smaller because their base is bigger. And it's going to get bigger, too. Very much bigger. Whereas tennis is, no offense, but tennis is being hyped a little bit. Now, wait a minute, let me take that back. It's being hyped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but these are icons. The stars of tennis are worthy, but people have really run into that in the last year or two, looking for the next big... That's why we have a doctor of statistics <laughs> on the show to bring clarity. I try to have a sports card insight, and that is that I want to know what hasn't grown yet. Yet. Yeah. Because everything will grow if Fanatics has their way. They're going to be trying to do cards for everything. So whatever hasn't been discovered or talked about yet, that's going to be the play, not going to MMA that's already had, from the graph, a huge run-up. I did hear that there were content creator cards available at the National. They're big. They're the next big thing. I know, Brad. Next the, especially thing. the 101s. <laughs> Really? Get them autographed. They're very precious. And they're scarce, too. There's yeah. not many. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are serious or joking. All it takes, Victor, is a run on anything. Yeah. It's Already we know this. Actually, we think the supply is what it is. John Newman could have run off a few more 
He could sex. have. He could uh, have. But I don't think he did. But I'm just saying that we already know that supply is low. All it would take is that if somebody had, all you need is a run on something. And some of the early tennis cards, they're legitimately hard. They didn't make that many. There's also just, cards that are handed out at Christmas with Santa Claus on them. They're autographed. Those are tough finds, too. You might be able to snag one of those graded. You might not. Could be a run on theirs. It might not. Life happens, man. Life happens. The man in the house.